So without a doubt, I would say that the most common question that I get from women on their healing journey is definitely how they can heal their physical body. They usually come to me once they already are experiencing symptoms of some kind of physical illness. And what I always tell them is that they have to get rid of looking only at symptoms, not releasing stored memories of trauma from the body, and also not addressing the addiction our bodies have to the stress hormone known as cortisol, especially if you grew up even as a child in very stressful environments. And instead, what they have to do is learn to process emotions, heal the nervous system, and shift the perception of what the purpose of the body even is. And all of this can be done through meditation, especially a specific kundalini yoga meditation that I'll be sharing with you all today. Now, I get it. You probably think meditation, like that sounds crazy. You're telling me that I can heal my physical body with meditation. And yes, I am telling you that. And the truth is that we now also have research, stats, science that tells us that meditation has been proven to heal not just the physical body, but things that occur when we have physical illness like anxiety or illnesses such as asthma, cancer, chronic pain, heart disease, high blood pressure, tension headaches, all of these things now backed up also by research and science that has been proven that meditation can heal them. So I'm not saying that meditation should replace all of your conventional care or that you shouldn't go see a healthcare doctor. A lot of people believe, you know, when I talk about holistic, that I am 100% against doctors. But if what is working for you, if what you're doing right now is working for you, then keep doing that. But specifically today, I want to talk to women who what they're doing today is not only not working, but they also need an additional support to actually get to the root cause of why they have physical illness. So today on the Sovereign Woman Movement podcast, I will be sharing with you the medicina, the medicine a powerful, the most powerful kundalini yoga meditation, not only for self-healing, but this meditation I've actually used to heal my close family members, my clients. And you know that when you send out healing energy, you receive that back tenfold. So this is how powerful this meditation is. So welcome and get ready to join us on this healing journey. Satnam, Satnam, beautiful goddesses. How's everyone doing on this gorgeous, amazing, beautiful Wednesday, Kundalini Wednesday here at the Sovereign Woman Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to our movement of women holistically self-healing body, mind, and spirit with my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy of course miracle spiritual psychotherapy so welcome and thank you all so so much for being here so last week or this week actually in the last episode of the sovereign woman movement podcast i was sharing with you all a discussion on how we can shift our perception on what the purpose of the body is 
And by doing that, we can actually get to the root cause of why we even have physical illness. And you can follow up and actually check out that new episode in the podcast, which you can find everywhere podcasts are streamed so you can get some more information on that. Today, it is Kundalini Wednesday here on our podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the medicine, about the actual implementation of what it is that you can do to allow yourself to fully heal. Because there is a world of a difference, I don't know if you all knew, between getting cured and actually healing. When you fall sick, the disease doesn't just affect your body. We all know that. It affects your mind and it affects your spirit. Eventually, when you overcome the disease, let's say you actually heal from a physical illness, your entire ecosystem, it may bounce back, right, to normal, thanks to the right medication, the diet, fitness routine. But what about your mind? What about your mind's recovery? What about your spirit and your soul's well-being? Weakness or pain take a tremendous toll on who we are and what we feel. We can slip into depression, anxiety, many people lose their careers, their loved ones, and the version of their healthiest selves completely disappears, especially when we're dealing with physical illness. Now, I'm not saying that healing necessarily comes easily. I wish there was some kind of magic wand out there, right, or a magic pill that we can all take. But what I can tell you is that we can trust holistic alternative medicine like Kundalini Yoga Therapy and A Course in Miracles Spiritual Psychotherapy to address all three aspects of the healing journey. The most important thing as it relates to physical healing is that we do not only treat symptoms, that we actually get to the root cause and look at the entire ecosystem, which includes the physical body, the mind, and the spirit. And that is why Kundalini Yoga has become so effective and my number one go-to tool as it relates to getting to the root cause of physical illness, which is ultimately stress and addiction to cortisol. And stress is not bad. It's just that if you're someone that lives under stress their entire life and doesn't have some kind of system or process to actually process the stress, then that's what creates inflammation which then creates illness, right? Emotions are not bad. There is no good or bad emotion. There is awareness of emotions, awareness of where I'm at in this moment in time and space. And then the ability to learn to respond or choose what emotions you are going to identify with. And so this is where meditation comes in to not only unload the subconscious mind, but to help us also release the memories of trauma from the body and to release ourselves from the addiction to cortisol, which help basically pushes us into creating more stress in our life, which we become ultimately addicted to. Now, we know this to be true because we study a lot now, and thank goodness, you know, that we're in this age of Aquarius where we understand somatic medicine, and we understand how the body basically responds in much wisdom as it relates to what's happening within, right? We talked a little bit about on Monday, how your subconscious creates these patterns of thoughts that once you're running on that subconscious for a long period of time, it then becomes conscious, meaning you might not be aware of it, but it becomes your personality. And once it becomes your personality, then that ends up last in the physical vessel as some kind of illness. So it's subconscious, conscious, physical vessel. 
illness that then shows up last, but it always starts with an emotion, which is why as we introduce new sound frequencies, new breath sequences, new abilities to position our body in specific ways that were taught to us by ancient yogis, we can completely change the ecosystem. We can get to the root cause of the pain of the physical disease, and we can unload the subconscious so that the subconscious doesn't continue to create havoc in our conscious life. And so today I'm going to share with you the most powerful healing meditation in Kundalini Yoga. Now, this meditation, like I said, not only is not only used for yourself, but actually it's one of the most powerful meditations to use if you are looking to send healing energy to someone else. I actually use this meditation first on myself. Then when one of my family members was actually going through um, a severe time in their life, they had actually found out that they had two tumors in their mouth. I practiced this meditation for 40 days, sending healing energy to that individual as well. The results were amazing. There was healing, absolutely. But again, when you send healing energy to someone or somebody in your life, you are receiving that back tenfold. So just as much as you're helping someone else, you are also revitalizing. So it did a lot of changes for me. It did a lot of healing in my own ability to have a stable nervous system, to accept what was happening with the individual, to be able to see the individual in wholeness, not see the individual as broken. Because we talked a little bit about this in one of my podcast episodes and how do you actually help someone who has some kind of physical illness or mental illness. So you can go catch that episode for full details. But the meditation, what it allowed me to do was to stabilize my nervous system as I was sending out this energy to this individual so that I could hold the vision of healed, whole and complete for that individual. And see, when people are sick and they come around you, if you see them as sick and broken, that energy then projects out and then they continue to get stuck in that story. You know, there's a a beautiful quote out there or a meme that is around on Instagram that says that my grandma used to tell me that when, even when I was sick, I was, I would never say I'm sick. I always responded with, I am healing because you saying I am sick. Those are words that then the body is responding to you and you're making it your identity. And it's not denial or going again, or just having a really positive mind and not addressing. It's just that what we're doing is we're shifting the perception again of what the body is doing. Most people, when they get physically ill, they go into deep shame. They go into uh, guilt. They go into anger because trying to figure out why it is that things are happening to me, right? And so because of that, those are the emotions that actually block the healing from happening. And this is why I always say, Healing, 90% of the healing journey is acceptance. And you cannot accept an illness on the physical body, especially if you don't have a stable nervous system, which is one of of the most important things that we need to address in order to even bring the healing home. So this meditation, very sacred. Jogi Bhajan, who brought Kundalini Yoga from the East to the West back in the uh, late 1960s, early 1970s, He basically said that this mantra, using this mantra in meditation, was the most powerful healing prayer on the entire planet. And believe me, I believe it because I've experienced it. And this meditation or mantra, let's speak first about the mantra. The mantra is a sound frequency that you're going to use 
with the meditation, which I'll show you next. Now the mantra is Ra Ma Tha Sa Sa Se So Hang Ra Ma Da Sa Sa Se So Hang. And when it was first introduced in the summer of 1973, Jogi Bhajan often talked about how with this meditation, you're able to really harness the power of the sun and the moon as it relates to healing. Because what these sound frequencies actually mean is ra means sun, ma means moon, da means earth, sa means impersonal infinity, Sase means total infinity. Soul, personal sense of merger and identity. And hung, the infinite vibrating and what is real. And so this entire frequency, what it does is that the sound frequency comes and it pulls from the Kundalini life force energy. Kundalini is a life force healing energy. It is tantric white energy. We have different lines of meridians of energy of vessels that sit at the lower spine. They serve different purposes. The Kundalini energy is basically you're able to activate it and uh, turn it on because it lies dormant through breath, through meditation, and through especially uh, speaking and chanting the sound frequencies. So what it does is that the sound frequency pools from the nave, from the root chakra and it travels through the system, right? But what it does is that it taps into the energies of the sun, the moon, and the earth. And it taps into this infinite spirit to bring this deep healing. So imagine almost like this prism, you know, those triangle looking things of light that are catching the light from the sun. So as it catches it, it refracts it out into like this beautiful rainbow, right? So that's what this mantra actually does. It does something very, very similar where the healing energy of the universe, it grabs onto it as you're chanting it. And it, it turns into this elixir of the actual divine, that sound frequency. And then it allows you to steer the energy because that's the problem. Emotions are energy and motion. And when we don't, when we have an unruly mind, when we are governed by the subconscious mind, and we're not even aware of our thoughts and feelings and emotions, that's what creates the blockages, which then creates the physical illness. Because in essence, you are an energy system that's not working correctly because you're not processing that anger. You're not processing that anxiety. Instead, you're allowing it to sit in the vessel through numbing it, through ignoring it, or a lot of the times we put band-aids on it, right? Many of the reasons why traditional Western medicine falls short in the actual healing is because we're only treating the symptoms or the pills that we take are not necessarily treating the root cause, which again is the emotion. And like I said before, whatever you're doing already for your own healing, if it's working, then keep doing that, right? But a lot of people are finding that Western traditional medicine is not enough and it hasn't really brought the healing. And in fact, 
they're treating the symptoms, but then even more bigger problems are happening in the body. So what this does as the mantra, because mantra is sacred sound frequency. It's a science of sound. So affirmations are things you just say with the English language. This is an actual science that creates a specific rippling effect or impact on your body, on your mind, and your spirit. And that's what this sound frequency does. As you chant it, it becomes this kind of magnet of absorbing the energies from the sun, from the moon, and from the earth to be brought back into the system so that it travels through this chakra center. It releases and, and, and clears the blockages of emotions and it revitalizes you. So when you are, when you have vitality, when you have natural energy, that's not coming from a Red Bull or from coffee. What that does is that it gives you better agility in the brain so that you have your glandular system working correctly and it's secreting nice, beautiful chemicals into the body for healing instead of those toxins that get secreted through fear-based thoughts, right? So your brain starts to work, function correctly. Your nervous system is functioning correctly. All of these different aspects of the physical vessel are actually working. And when they're working, that's when you have wellness. That's when you have healing. And so the mantra works in a way to open up that vitality, to rebalance those energy centers, and to allow that kundalini life force energy to do its work in healing and unloading the subconscious and releasing those memories from the body that get stuck to, to, through trauma and allowing us to fully get a higher perceptive awareness of who we truly are, releasing our identity to the stories of illness that we have, right, that we identify with, that create the pain, that create the suffering. And so it is a very unique mantra, and it captures this radiant healing energy so that we can use it. It captures it from the cosmos. And like a beautiful gem, we can use this to specifically bring the energy to specific areas of the body. If perhaps you're having liver problems, or you're having like this family member of mine that had these uh, tumors, right? We can actually specifically send energy to that specific body part and allow the mantra to do its work in that way as well. You can also just chant it and allow the healing to come full circle. However, if you do have a specific pain point or something that you're working with, then I would recommend that you do intentionally use the sound frequency to send that energy specifically to that body part. So it helps us process emotions, it helps us release these addictions to cortisol, and it helps us get into the neutral mind. It balances both the negative and the positive, creates this neutrality so that you're able to not be so judgmental, not be so reactive, to instead be emotionally intelligent and learn to decide, like we all have free will, what thoughts you're going to identify with. Now, how we use this mantra, it was given to us as a mantra, and there's several meditations in Kundalini Yoga that actually incorporate this specific sound frequency. You can chant it all day. I remember that not only would I sit and meditate 11 minutes a day with the meditation when I was using it for the healing uh, purposes of a specific family member, but even throughout the day, there's a beautiful rendition of it that is really a beat that even if I was driving or I was working or I was doing different things, I would also chant it um, pretty much out loud. So that's a way that you can actually incorporate. A lot of people think that meditation is like, oh, I have to sit 
And that's the only thing that the only way that I'll get the effects. Of course, if you're sitting with your eyes closed and you practice the meditation that I'm going to teach you right now with it, it's going to be much more effective because you're not as distracted. But also don't don't forget that you can do this while you're driving, that you can do this while you're working. And especially you can play this meditation, especially if it's someone who's maybe in an operation room who is not conscious, who just had surgery, you can keep this mantra playing in the background so that the healing journey comes full circle. It's a very, very powerful sound frequency that doesn't really need much more than actually being heard. But again, if you use it in the meditation, I'm going to show you, it's going to bring you faster results. So in this meditation that I'm going to show you, what we do is we use a specific position of the hands. And this is known as mudra in kundalini yoga. Now, the way we position our hands, the way that we breathe, the sequences that we use, the way that the chants that we use, all of them create a rippling energetic effect, impact on the body, on the mind, and on the spirit, which is why with this particular meditation, it's very effective to be used in the healing journey. And the way we put our mudra actually... Uh, moves the energy to the point where it actually brings the healing to the physical body so the way we do this meditation is and you all know that in kundalini yoga before you start a meditation you always tune in with the ari mantra Om namo krutev namo you chant this ari mantra three times this allows you to come back into your body centered allowing you to really be present and mindful for the actual meditation. Of course, we all know that meditation does not mean going into a coma. It just allows you to get more stable in the nervous system to really reap the benefits of the medicine. Also recommended, if you are going to be practicing a meditation, especially a healing meditation for the physical body, highly recommend that you practice it before 7 a.m., in the hours of the ambrosial hours, what is known before 7 a.m., especially between 3.45 a.m. and about 6.30 a.m., basically before the sun comes up, we know that every breath counts as 40. So the medicine is much more impactful. Your glandular system is much more open. So it's able to receive the medicine. So if you're going to really go all in with this meditation, then I suggest 11 minutes before 7 a.m., before sunrise, and consistently for a minimum of 40 days because now we have scans of brains and we know that after 40 days of a specific kundalini meditation is when the structure of the brain, you can actually see it changing, meaning neural pathways have changed, programs have changed, subconscious patterns have completely transformed. So you want a, a minimum of practicing it 40 days for 11 minutes. So what you're going to do after you tune in with the Om Namo Gurudev Namo Mantra, you're going to sit in an easy pose, nice and straight spine, conscious and aware of that. You can also sit in a chair if it's more comfortable for you with your feet planted on the floor. You can do this meditation at an office if you're working or anywhere else pretty much, but it is more advisable to be sitting on the floor so you can feel earthed and grounded. And then what you're going to do is you're going to bring your spine completely straight. You're going to apply a light neck lock. So allowing your face to be completely facing the forward uh, position and just locking the neck a little so it feels nice and secure. Now, what we're going to do is you're going to sit with your hands in front of you. Your elbows are going to be tucked comfortably against the ribs. 
So they're on the side of your ribs and you're extending the forearms about 45 degree angle out from the center of the body. So the palms are flat, but they're not rigid. They're facing up and the wrists are pulled back. Fingers are all together. So as you put your hands out like this, you're going to consciously keep those palms nice and flat during the entire meditation. Now, this is also known as the Siri Katri Mantra. And with these eight basic sounds, Ra, Ma, Ta, Sa, you're going to be chanting them. And with the sound frequencies, you're going to remember as you are chanting, and this is very, very important, to pull in the navel. You're going to be chanting Ra, Ma, Da, Sa. And as you say Sa, you're going to be pulling in the navel. The navel is actually our second brain. We want to engage it so that it's mindful and conscious about what we're actually doing. So you continue sa, se, so, and at the end, hung, you're going to pull in the navel again. You can chant this a cappella. So ra, ma, da, sa, sa, se, so, hung. Or you can also follow a sound frequency from Spotify or YouTube. There are so many artists that are actually out there that create a beautiful uh, sound frequency with this, which I actually have posted the link to one of my favorites in the podcast notes. You can actually go to the podcast notes and download the entire meditation. You can download the link to a specific sound frequency that you can listen to. If you have never practiced Kundalini or you've never practiced this meditation, then I highly suggest that you do use some kind of playback. That way you can follow along. As you get better and better, you'll be able to, if you practice it more and more, you'll be able to do it a cappella, not needing anything as a sound frequency that you can follow. Because actually it's a pretty easy sound frequency to actually um, memorize, in my opinion. There are some other really difficult ones in Kundalini that have definitely taken me a long time. So you're basically going to sit just like that with your eyes closed, bringing your gaze up to the middle of the forehead, and you're going to chant again, Ra, Ma, La, Sa, pulling in the navel, Sa, Se, So, Hung, pulling in the navel one more time. And you're going to repeat, Ra, Ma, La, Sa, Sa, Se, So, Hung. And you're going to continue doing that for 11 minutes. Now, like I said, if you are using this meditation for healing the physical body of someone else, then you are going to envision that person and just envision the person. You know, you don't necessarily have to like get so specific. And a lot of the times our mind gets really like busy and we really miss out on the beauty of what's happening in the system. So beyond anything, just envision the individual and just relax and surrender in the meditation. Like I said, you're not supposed to go into a coma. There may be emotions that come up for you, sadness, grief. But remember, while the meditation and sound frequency is healing that individual, by you allowing yourself to feel those emotions instead of reject them, you yourself are also healing yourself. Now you can also use this specifically for you, right? Practicing it for 40 days, scanning your body, allowing yourself to chant the frequency will then allow that kundalini energy to become 
to basically unblock itself from wherever it is stuck. And it will allow you to release those traumatic memories that get stuck in the body that then ultimately cause that physical illness. So again, 40 days, 11 minutes minimum can be used to heal your physical body or heal someone else in your life and practice it. The most important thing is you have to experience it. And if you are going to start on this journey, let me know. You can shoot me a DM. Keep me posted as you're going with the 40-day uh, satna. I love to hear the miracles and the experiences that you actually go through. This is something that we teach inside of my academy, inside of the uh, membership community that I have. So if it's something that supports you and that you want to continue to learn more from, of course, you can find out more about that as well. But for now, go to the podcast notes, download the meditation, download this week's a Course in Miracles spiritual psychotherapy work. And now you have a great combination of the spiritual psychotherapy work and the actual meditation that can assist you to actually bring healing to the physical body. And like I said, that is going to be in the podcast notes and you can find the podcast everywhere. Podcasts are streamed, Spotify, Apple, and even on my website, veronicabarraganim.com. So enjoy and I can't wait to hear all of the miracles that you experience with this very beautiful meditation. So next week, we are going to be back talking yet once again about holistically healing the body, the mind, and the spirit. So I invite you to join me again on Monday at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time as I go live again to share with you in this journey of reclaiming our sovereignty in all areas of our life. Be blessed, everyone, and happy healing. Satnam.